Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Well, it's Thanksgiving, and that's a good time to remember that electronic technology, despite all the problems it makes possible, also offers all sorts of capabilities that weren't available to regular folks 20 years ago. Many capabilities not available 10 years ago, and a surprising number not available even a year ago. So today, instead of reflecting on the very real problems that electronic technology can foster, let's look at some of the things that make our lives a bit easier and richer. A great place to start is to look at what's available on the web these days, often for free. We all know about free email services. Well, fee-free at any rate. We are, after all, exchanging information about ourselves and everyone we communicate with so that advertisers can target us better. Anyway, those email services enable us to stay in touch with others almost immediately, no matter where they are physically, as do real-time messaging systems like Twitter and Snapchat and so forth. Some, like WhatsApp, even let us do so privately. But beyond these kinds of services, there are a host of resources available for almost anything we wish to find out about. And more than a few are simply the work of an individual or a small group of people who provide us with access to all manner of useful stuff and ask no money in return. One of our favorites of that type is Edim Online, a free etymological dictionary where we might learn, among other things, that the word etymology itself comes from the ancient Greek word etumon, which means true sense of a word. In short, if you're interested in finding out where an English word came from rather than what it might mean today, this is a wonderful site, especially if you love the thought that the word conversation means, at root, to turn about with, or that the word confusion means, at root, to pour together. And if you have a few minutes, check the life story of the fellow who single-handedly set up and maintains this very valuable site, just because he wanted to. Maybe you're more interested in finding out what a word means today. Try yourdictionary.com or alphadictionary.com. Both of these sites allow a user to search hundreds of dictionaries with just one click and they offer dictionaries in dozens of languages, thesauruses, and even synonym and antonym lists. If you'd like to know which words are related to what other words and how, take a look at WordNet from Princeton University. Do you find yourself wondering now and then what time it is, really is, like down to the second? Sure, we all know that clocks and measurement of time are human inventions, but even so, it's swell to be able to say exactly, and we mean exactly, what time it is at any second. The U.S. Naval Observatory has you covered. The link to the site and all the others mentioned today will be on the WERU website. Maybe you're thinking about making your own holiday cards this year and need a real professional quality photo, but aren't sure where to look on the web to find one or under what circumstances you could use a photo if you did find it, because copyright applies to the web as well as to everywhere else. There's a Library of Congress which has put thousands of historical photos up on Flickr 
that anyone is free to use. You can also always go to the Creative Commons website and search for photos or anything else released under a Creative Commons license, which allows you to use works of all kinds for free, as long as you respect the license terms. There are, as we mentioned, all sorts of resources on the internet. And there are also a gazillion social media sites and tweets and blogs and who knows what else. Often, these social media sites are the source of all sorts of um, speculation, putting it politely. So, how does a person know if what we see or hear on these sites, especially when they refer to public issues or concerns, are truthful or valid claims? It's a huge problem. So, hobble on over to the Journalist Resources website and take a peek at their page entitled, quote, Tools for Verifying and Assessing the Validity of Social Media and User-Generated Content, end quote. The site is aimed at journalists who are always trying to figure out what's real and what's just smoke, but it's a useful site for anyone who's trying to figure out what's what for real. This, of course, is only a minuscule sampling of resources available on the web these days. One of the great challenges is sorting out what's factually true from what someone's wishing something were true but isn't. At a time when we all depend on search engines to help us find materials, it's a useful exercise to go beyond the first two or three results of a query and scroll down to see what else there is to see. Often, sites with more useful and objective information aren't as popular as sites that pander to one point of view or another, and so they appear lower down in the search results. That seems to be especially true about health-related information, by the way. Take a few minutes and look at a variety of sites and make your mind up for yourself. And if you'd like, take a few minutes and go to www.weru.org, click on Public Affairs Audio Archives on the homepage, then scroll down to Notes from the Electronic Cottage and look for today's date. There you'll find all the links for all the sites we've mentioned in this program. Feel free while you're there to poke around and listen to any of the past episodes, too, if the spirit moves you. And of course, we hope the spirit will move you to tune in for future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm-hmm.